Hey, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone in the world out there. You know, I've had some great conversations leading up to this last pilot podcast, and I'm actually here with a great friend of mine. We used to work together in hospitality and hotels way back when. I think we're actually coming up on ten years here, and so I really want to introduce to everyone to Betsy Tao. She is the chief of staff of the Global Digital Services team, formerly one of the leading consultants at Calypso, now with Rockwell Automation. Hey, Betsy, it's been so long. How have you been? Hey, Augustino, so glad to catch up with you. Doing really well, and I'm excited. I've been in a new role for about six or seven months now, so learning a lot, and really excited to talk through it today. That's awesome, Bessie. I'm so thankful that you made some time here. I really appreciate it. Before we really go into the segment here, I wanted to share with everyone how we met and where we are today. It's been about ten years or so. At that time, I had transitioned from Washington D.C. over to Arizona. In Arizona, both Betsy and I were at an amazing resort property. It was、yes. very expansive. I say that it's one of the finest there that you can find in the Arizona Scottsdale area. Betsy, at the time, was in conference services. She wore a lot of hats, and I think that was one of the key things that has led her to be very successful today. You're taking care of a lot of clients, customers, all at once, and there's projects that you have to handle. At that time, I was at the front desk, and I was recently promoted to a front desk supervisor. Over the years, it has created such a very welcoming environment. And at the peak of it, I think one of the most memorable things to this very day, and this is why it's one of my favorite seasons in the entire year, and that's Christmas. Without further ado, here's Betsy. Can you tell us what have you been up to since our careers left different routes? Sure, absolutely. My time in hospitality、it、was my first job out of college, and really formative in helping me understand how to work with clients, guests, and customers. I learned a lot. I spent two years there in Arizona, and I left to return to my home state of Indiana for grad school. I ended up getting my JD and my MBA, and was really interested in the intersection of business, technology, law, and where transformation was happening across different industries. After finishing business school. I joined Calypso, which at the time in 2018 was a medium-sized consulting firm, about 200 consultants and people across the company. I spent three and a half years in client services, so most of the clients I served were in what we call the consumer industries, retail, apparel, and food and beverage. I learned a lot about different needs across the industries. COVID happened in the middle of my time as a consultant, so that was a huge shift to working in the virtual world. And really, a shift in priorities for our clients and for their customers. That was a great experience. During my time as a consultant, my firm grew to about 400 to 500 consultants in 2020, and we were acquired by Rockwell Automation. At the time, Calypso was 16 years old, and Rockwell was over 100 years old, founded in 1903. So, well over 100 years old now, has a really strong legacy in manufacturing and helping automate processes. It's grown over the years organically and through a number of acquisitions. Just one of which was Calypso. Rockwell now has three big business units: making hardware, developing and selling software, and selling professional services. Calypso fits into that services bucket. I grew with Calypso and Rockwell during the acquisition. This year, I've taken on a new role. 
My boss, George Young, was the founder and CEO of Calypso for the first 18 years of its existence. This year, he moved into a new team within Rockwell as more of a commercial or sales team in focusing on business development and sales for Calypso's digital services and consulting offerings. So I have joined him on this new team as his first employee and now his chief of staff. We have a team of six. We are really growing with Calypso. The consulting side is now over almost 700 employees and our own team is growing this year as well. That is quite the journey that you've had there, Betsy. I would say that's very admirable. I really admire you for all the things that you've done. Speaking to you recently, there are still more to grow there. I know you have a lot of thoughts in mind. You're very passionate about it. As we go into this first segment, and this one has a really close place to my heart. I think that in every company, in every organization, you have to have a really strong people culture. I think that's where it really starts. Can you tell us a little bit more on your thoughts what it means to you by serving others. I loved starting this conversation about our background in hospitality. Even before graduating college, I had part-time jobs in the restaurant industry and other service industries. The two years I spent in Arizona were really formative in giving this service mentality. Having hotel guests, it was really clear. We're there to host them. We were hosting events. We were hosting people for personal stays. I really learned to think about guest expectations and how to exceed those expectations, how to create memorable experiences, how to have a big impact and connect on a human level that wasn't just providing a pillow and a bed to sleep in or just providing a meeting room, but really going beyond to create these experiences that people found valuable. I have carried a lot of those lessons with me in the last 10 years throughout school, internships, and my career at Calypso and Rockwell. One of the things that I learned was really putting clients first and thinking about them holistically as people. It was a mentality I had to take on as a consultant, and it looks a little bit different in professional services than hospitality, but I really brought that same mentality of how can I make things impactful for clients? How could I help them grow in client services as a consultant? It was really about thinking about client success as my own success, and how can I help them achieve their goals? What new or outside perspective can I bring to help challenge them, grow, and bring in new technologies and new ideas and new methodologies that we've learned from other clients and best-in-class industry practices? One of the other things that I learned more recently in the last two years with COVID was really just reflecting on my own priorities, thinking about my clients' priorities and my company's priorities. One of the big things that was a change for me was kind of shifting the work-life balance. I spent a lot of my time before COVID traveling. As a new grad, it was really fun for the first year and a half or so, but it was a challenge. I, I didn't know if I saw longevity in spending four plus days on the road every single week. So the shift to more remote work and more intentional use of time in person has been a really welcome change in my life. It's helped me rethink about the priorities that I have and how I spend the 24 hours I have in a day when it's often in consulting more than eight hours devoted to the work segment. I learned a lot and I really value the time that I got to spend on the road. But in the recent two years, I also really value the time I get to spend with my family and in my house and with the people that I love. There's also been a really valuable shift in taking care of yourself, setting boundaries and establishing your own mental health I think having more flexibility in what a job looks like, what being a consultant looks like, being anything that our customers and clients do, what that looks like has been an improvement to how we can bring our best selves to work 
and be our whole selves the rest of the time too. That's awesome, Betsy. I think that type of mentality has come up more often than not, whether it be on social media or in any organization. We strive our best to meet the customers, clients, teammates, or anyone where they're most comfortable so that we can cater to their needs. I think that's what sets you apart from being a very strong consultant. It's been great even to see on forums like LinkedIn and other social media that people feel like they can be more open in talking about their own personal needs, sometimes their own challenges and struggles. And I think that's really opened the door for people to be more willing to talk about if they need something different or how we can work best together. For me, it's just created a much more open work environment that I figured out how to make it work for me. Now that we've taken the first step to serve, let's take it up a notch a little bit here and let's go up one more level. What does it mean to you when we start talking about ownership, taking initiatives and going above and beyond? I think that's a great question. When I was thinking about this topic, the thing that came to mind was a concept that I learned when I joined Calypso. I mentioned the firm was about 200 consultants when I joined. It's grown. It's over tripled in size now. I think pushing 700 Calypsonians. When I joined the firm, there was this invitation to build the house you want to live in. It was a really great opportunity, and it was also a responsibility. I think it can apply to really anyone. What is the place that you want to work? Who is the person you want to be? And how can you get there? As an incoming consultant and brand new to the industry, it felt like a big challenge, but it was a great opportunity to figure out what were the things that I valued in a workplace and how could I see those reflected in the firm? Some of the ways that this has manifested it, is there an initiative that you're passionate about that you really want to go work in? Something that exists at the firm or do you want to create something? Is there a capability that you want to offer consulting services in that doesn't exist and you want to bring that as a new offering that we can help our clients do? I got to be involved in a number of different things over my three and a half years at Calypso. Two of them that I'd like to highlight. One was a personal interest that I found with a few other junior consultants. We had a personal interest in sustainability and started thinking fairly small about our own travel and our own impact that we were having and how we could be more sustainable consultants. It grew to a pretty broad interest in how can our firm help our clients be more sustainable. We serve clients across a number of different industries like retail and apparel, household, personal care, different manufacturing settings. A big part of the offerings that we sell to our clients is how we help them become more sustainable. Not only thinking about waste, the design process, but also thinking about energy use and even using data science and advanced analytics to help be more energy efficient ways to be more sustainable in whatever that means for clients and to their customers. Another thing that I've been involved in and I'm very passionate about is diversity, equity, and inclusion. As a woman in business and a woman in consulting, I was really excited to have the opportunity to bring more diversity in gender, in ethnicity and background, in different life experiences to our firm. Another one of the Calypso values that really drew me to join the company in the first place is called being characters with character. That means that everyone gets to bring their whole self to work. Calypso is always looking for people who bring different characteristics and have diversity across a number of dimensions. For me, coming in from grad school, I was really passionate about bringing diverse consultants into the firm at the lower levels and have been really active in recruiting and interviewing and supporting initiatives to having really diverse interview panels to bring in consultants who are interested in being part of the change and just bringing in new perspectives to our incoming consultants. 
We also spent time across different projects at the firm looking at increasing diversity in retention and diversity in our leadership team. It has been an exciting journey over the last few years to see us grow in leaders who are diverse and bring different perspectives and also grow the diversity across all levels of the company. That's awesome there, Betsy. I think that's so important because you never know who you're going to meet down the road and the kind of people that will add value to your team or your organization. I think that's so important to bring everyone's ideas in together. Going into the last part here, now that we talked about serving others, taking ownership, I think this one is a few favorites for a lot of people out there. Tell us what it means to you when we start to talk about growth, when we start to talk about growing others and journeying to the future here. Growth is so important. Intentional or not, we're always doing in our careers. So I've appreciated over the last four years, a lot of mentorship and guidance from my teams at Calypso and Rockwell to help me grow as a professional. One of the things that comes to mind that's been so valuable in my own career growth is finding allies and different types of allies. I've had more formal mentors who've helped me through performance reviews and my project leadership, and that's been great. There's also having people who are champions for you the first ones to raise your name when an opportunity comes around, or you may not be in the room and talk about that work that you did. This is something that I've really benefited from. I have a friend at work, Denzel, who is working in a similar role to me, and he was moving into a different position in the company. And the opportunity to be this chief of staff came up and he was the first one to say my name. And that's how I got to my new position today at Rockwell Automation. So I have him to thank for being a champion for me. I've also gotten to start to be that role for other people who are newer to Calypso and growing in their own careers. As you look for mentorship and allyship and people to work on your behalf, also look for those opportunities to bring people up with you and help foster that talent in the next generation of people in your company. I've really enjoyed getting to be a counselor and mentor to other Calypsonians and my team at Rockwell. Another thing to tie this into the ownership conversation, some of the DE&I and recruiting initiatives as I have moved across roles is really finding those cultural and values fit and thinking about the things that are important to you as a person. I mentioned I was personally interested in sustainability and found a way with peers to bring that into the work that we were doing. And I've really seen that echoed across Rockwell Automation and a significantly larger company being driven by our values I've helped my manager build out our own team as we think about growing, as we're involved in other areas of the company that are growing. We've really been driven by the values that we're looking for and some things like professional presence, drive, and intellectual curiosity. When I came into consulting, I didn't know a lot about the industries that we served or the specific work that we were doing. I've seen over the last few years, some of the skills can be taught. I learned that but I've really found that some of my values of diversity and curiosity have helped me really thrive as a consultant. And I see those same skills come through in others that I get to work with and help mentor. That's pretty awesome. It's really just keeping that door open and being there and supporting, paying it forward. I personally experienced the same thing from other great leaders like you who helped me along the ways. I think one of the most important thing is when you start helping others grow, you grow yourself. And it's great to keep in touch with you. And I still have mentors from my first job in the hospitality industry and check in with my old boss. It's great to also build that network and maintain those relationships because you never know when you'll learn from each other or be able to help each other on your own path. A hundred percent. So Betsy, before we wrap up here, I just want to take a few moments here to do a shout out to everyone in the world out there 
who's really taking a chance to really disrupt the nine to five work style and take back their lives and drive their career forward with their families and have a very flexible outlook in life. I really want to take a few moments to thank all the freelancers out there. You're really making this a very digital and inclusive future and a digitally nomadic place to be. Betsy, as we go into the final parts here, I love to ask you, what are your thoughts as we journey into the future here? There's a topic that everyone is talking about, digital transformation. What does that mean to you when that comes up? It's the future. Everything is moving towards including some amount of digital technology, digital interaction. I'm excited about it. There's so many terms out there, different social media platforms, trends, and on a personal level, huge transformations in technology, research and production and all of that on the business side. It can be either overwhelming or a little bit scary, but I think it's a really exciting future. Like we were talking about earlier in using our priorities and values to grow our own careers, I think you can take the same approach to digital transformation personally or your team or your company values and prioritize what's important for you, what's important for your customers, and use that to start on the digital transformation journey. There's a lot out there and just taking it in small digestible pieces can really make things manageable and you can really see where it's valuable to invest, where to spend your time and your money and your efforts in transforming, then you'll really get the benefits and the value of those changes. That's awesome to hear. I'm sure a lot of people have questions about it. And from the state that we're in, I think COVID accelerated that a lot. But at the same time, it is going to be here. And when we're in it together, I think that's the most important part as we build towards a very responsible, inclusive future. Well, we made it here to the last episode, everyone. And I want to thank everyone for listening in on this last episode. It means so much for your support. Betsy and our other two legacy guests set the pillar to what Journey into the Future could look like with everyone as we serve, own, and grow. Before we close out here, Betsy, any advice that you can give to the audience today? Thank you so much for having me, Augustino, and thanks for this first series of podcasts. I'm really excited to see where this goes. My last piece of advice would be stay curious, keep learning, stay connected to others and see how you can make this world the place that you want to live in and really just make it better for others and keep that service mentality in mind as you move through life. Thank you so much there, Betsy. Hey, everyone. Thank you once again for all your time and support going through this. The next time that you'll hear from us or from me or this podcast, hopefully it will be on the full release. Betsy and our other guests will not be going away, but maybe they'll be around sometime in the future there. Until then, thank you so much and have a wonderful day.